I'm Ayelet Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to Learn With Less, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, educators, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. In this podcast series, we get together to sing a few songs, discuss ideas for play, outline insight about early development, and talk about life as a parent or caregiver in these early years of parenthood. The mission of Learn With Less is to provide confidence to new parents and caregivers that you can support and connect with your baby or toddler without having to buy a single toy. If you'd like to learn more about Learning With Less or about my best-selling books, Understanding Your Baby or Understanding Your Toddler, open a new tab in your browser to my website, learnwithless.com. If you enjoy this episode, I hope you'll take just a moment of your time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to reach more families and more professionals and share our values of community, playfulness, inclusivity, simplicity, and education when it comes to early learning and early parenthood. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to Ayalet. Hello to the singers. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies. Hello to the toddlers. Hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I'll help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name. Hello to your name. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Today, I've got a very special guest on Learn With Less. She is speech language pathologist, mother, parent educator, Learn With Less facilitator, and founder of Kidnection LLC, Carly Dorfman. Carly lives in Parkland, Florida, and has recently opened up her own private speech, her own private pediatric speech language pathology and parent education practice, where she sees clients for speech and language assessment and therapy, and also works with new families in a community setting, leading infant and toddler enrichment classes to provide resources and support to parents and caregivers. Let's welcome her to the show. Hello to Carly, hello to Carly, it's nice to see you here today. Hello to all our old friends, hello, hello our new friends, hello, 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 one last time. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. All right, before we get started today, I want to just let you know that we will be speaking a lot today about the Learn With Less Facilitator Training and Certification Program. So if you're an educator or therapist interested in becoming a licensed Learn With Less Facilitator and integrating caregiver and me, baby and me, toddler and me classes into your offerings or practice, you are invited to apply now at learnwithless.com slash certification. If you're actually listening to this on or around the day this episode airs, this is October 11th, 2021, I recommend that you get your application in today as we are actually going to be leading a live Q&A roundtable event with some of the current Learn With Less facilitators including Carly, this Friday, October 15th for accepted applicants. So just head over to learnwithless.com slash certification and submit your application today. 
If you are a parent or caregiver interested in learning more about resources to help you feel confident that you can support and connect with your tiny humans, we would love to have you start by downloading my free infant and toddler development blueprint over at learnwithless.com blueprint today. Welcome, Carly. Welcome to the Learn With Less podcast. I'm so happy to speak to you today and have you here to chat about all things Learn With Less. You have been a big part of the Learn With Less facilitator training and certification program over the last year, almost a year. It's been almost a year since you joined and you have You have made some serious progress. You have made some changes in your life since joining us in the program and deciding that you wanted to start leading Learn With Less Caregiver and Me classes and all different kinds of things. So I'd love to chat with you all about that today. So I'm just very happy that you're here. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm here. I, I told Ayala that I've been waiting for my turn <laughs> to do the podcast. I know there's a few other facilitators who have done it previously, uh-huh. and I'm so excited that I'm at this point where I've taken the course, I've led the classes, and now I'm here to talk about it. Yeah. Well, and it, it has been a real evolution for you, both just logistically and, and as well as like mindset stuff. So I'm very happy to have you here at this space. And I have grown to really love to feature all of you because Learn With Less has really, as you know, it started with me doing all of these things, Mm -hmm. but now I get to pass the baton and Mm -hmm. that is extremely gratifying and is work that I absolutely love and could never have even foreseen how much I would love doing this. And to see you where you are today and moving forward every day is is pretty phenomenal. So let's get into it. Carly, will you tell us a little bit about you, where you are in the world, your pronouns, a bit about your profession background and how you got into sort of doing the work that you're doing these days. Sure. So I'm Carly, she, her. I live in Parkland, Florida, and I am a speech language pathologist by trade. I'm a mom of two kids. I have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son, and I am also a parent educator. So I've been working as an SLP for almost 10 years. And throughout my career, I've worked in lots of different settings. I started out in private practice, moved into the schools, did a little stint with adults, went back into a private practice and just recently started my own business. So chills. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to say, just saying it out loud is like, wow, what have I done? And so I've always had a passion for working with children, even prior to my career as a speech pathologist, I was a camp counselor and babysitter. I was a nanny when I was in grad school. So working with kids was always a part of my life. And what I realized when I started working as a speech therapist with children is that every child comes with an adult. There's always a caregiver involved. And when, you know, I'm doing my work with the child, there's always a conversation to be had with those adults about what I'm working on with the kid, the progress the child's making answering all the questions that they have. And so as much as I wanted to stay away from working with adults professionally as a speech therapist, I realized that in working with kids, you're also in a way working with adults as well. For sure. 
Yeah. So, you know, that's sort of what drew me to more of the parent educator part of my hat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all wear many hats. One of those is parent educator. And where I lived for a long time was just being a parent educator about what I was doing as a speech therapist. And then more things came. <laughs> <laughs> Tell so. us about those things, Carly. <laughs> yeah. So... I would say, like Yelit said, it was about a year ago when I discovered Learn With Less, but this idea of parent education and classes and wanting to teach and share information really stemmed out of COVID, mm -hmm. which for a lot of people out there, you know, COVID had had hidden blessings mm -hmm. in it, although mm -hmm. it's a terrible, you know, situation for many people. It's just sparked some ideas in my head. So yeah. I was actually talking with one of my best friends who lives in Canada. And she said to me, you know, like we were both home with our kids, right? Going right. kind of crazy in COVID land. <laughs> and when we were in lockdown, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this idea was planted where she said to me, oh, there's this speech therapist in Toronto and she does mommy and me, and maybe you could do that. And she, at the time during COVID was mm. leading, at, she was you know, working in the entertainment industry, doing like parties and events. And mm. she decided, oh, I'm going to do mommy and me workout classes. So she was like, oh, you could do something like that speech therapy. And I was like, Okay. So it was planted. I would like write random notes on random napkins and sheets of paper. And I was just disorganized about it all. And then I think it must have been just a Google search that <laughs> led me to you. I, like in speech therapy, mommy and me, mm. how, how to, I was at a loss. Like I'm the type B SLP. Like I am a mess with my organization mm. and my thoughts. You know, they're all in here, but getting them out is always been a challenge for me. There's a lot of us in the program actually. Yeah. <laughs> but when I found your program, and I watched the video about there was what a training. Was mm -hmm. to do. Yes. Yeah. I said to my husband, I think it was late at night too. I was watching it in bed <laughs> and I like woke my husband up and I was like, she's talking to me. <laughs> she's speaking to my soul. I have to know more. And I was just, it was like, this is, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. Something that just takes everything that's been in my head and mm -hmm. organizes it in a way that I can make sense. I can learn because that the training modules, there was a lot in there that I didn't know and I needed to know, you know, prior to leading the classes, even things about how to collect payments and you know, what to charge and how to get the word out, all of that stuff. I had no idea. So I found your program. We had so many amazing conversations. I think I cried. I will yeah. not confirm or deny. <laughs> and once I signed up for the program and started listening to the modules and taking my notes and just learning from you and having conversations with you, I was like this, I have to, like, this was like my calling almost. Mm. I have to do this. And in my community as well, there's, there's so many young families where I live and no programming none. And everyone, everyone, a lot of people that I know go into the neighboring 
communities for classes for their children and for services for their children. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, we need this here. Tell, tell us more about the community. Is it, is it small? It's not rural. Is it suburban? Is it close to a large city? Like what's, what's the deal? So Parkland is, it's very residential. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of businesses within Parkland or like shopping centers or anything like that. It's mostly residential. I don't know the population size, but it's pretty average. It's not small. It's not big, very suburbia. Mm -hmm. And so the next like biggest city I would say is Boca. Mm -hmm. Boca Raton, Florida is nearby. Fort Lauderdale, Florida is not too far. So Miami is about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. From where I live. So Mm -hmm. we're kind of, we're like in this little Northwest Mm. pocket of South Florida. And if you go any more West, you're in the Everglades. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're, so it's a pretty new city. They're doing a lot of new construction in the area. Mm -hmm. So lots of new families coming in Mm -hmm. and it's a very tight knit community. Mm. I don't know if you remember this a few years ago, there was a shooting at our high school. So since that happened, you know, the community just got together and and we're very close, very tight. Mm. Um, There's kind of like one of everything. There's just one, you know, one grocery (laughs) store, there's one gas station, you know, one or two restaurants, one ice cream shop. So one caregiver and me parent educator speech therapist now. One caregiver. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I am that and I am so happy to be bringing that to my community. And, you know, so far the feedback has been amazing Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful that I found the program when I did and I'm offering the classes now when I'm offering them and that it's all, it's all happening. Well, you may, I mean, you made it happen number one, but I want to go back for just a second and ask Mm -hmm. you a little bit about, yes, there's the fact that the learn with less program puts it all into this clear step-by-step plug and play sort of ready-made business in a box type Mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure there was something also about the actual philosophy of the curriculum that resonated with you too. And I would love to hear a little bit about what that was for you and why you also like, whether you could imagine that that was something that your community would resonate with. So tell us about that. So it mostly resonated with me on a personal level mm-hmm. as a mother and a caregiver to my two children, the philosophy of learn with less that you don't need a single toy and that you are your child's best educator and that, you know, you can use whatever you have at home to create these beautiful opportunities for growth and development of your child is what drew me to the program the most. Mm-hmm. I have a ton of toys sitting over there in a bucket, taking over my living room, an exploding bucket, taking over my living room. And my kids are more interested in what's going on in the kitchen and what I'm doing. You know, they want to copy me and take all of my stuff and do what I'm doing and pretend to be mommy and, you know, all of that. So I totally related to that aspect of the program. And in my own speech 
therapy practice, I use a lot of the same philosophy that we can create your communication opportunities and I can support your child's language and development through the routines that are already happening in your daily life. Mm -hmm. We don't need the special tools and bag of tricks. Let's real for you what's really happening and create opportunities there and around that. Beautiful. I love that. Okay. So there was the actual programmatic function of getting yourself through from where you were to this other side of having this, you know, way to holistically serve families and create more of like a parent education presence in your community. And also there was a philosophy resonance as well that you felt like learn with less was clearly something that you were already utilizing in theory and this Mm -hmm. would bring it all together. So tell us what did life look like when you started the program? I mean, I remember you, Carly, actually, number one, you, you have two small children, as you said, and you were in a full-time job and you actually were the first person to complete the entire training program in six weeks. And then not only that, but then also get your demo done and host a class and then very quickly after host a whole series of paid classes because you went through this program, you got it done, you did the demo, you then were able to like fill a whole class series of people who wanted to pay for your class really by word of mouth. And I'd love to hear more about that if you're willing to mm-hmm. share here. And then, and then you, then and, then, radio <laughs> and then radio silence, right? So let's talk a little bit about that because after you made money, you actually made money from this program right? You started to like recuperate the cost of investment Mm -hmm. and you knew you could do it. Mm -hmm. Let's hear a little bit about that. What happened in your own head when you realized that this was like real? Yeah. So like you said, I was, when I found the class and I was going through the modules, I was doing them on the weekends. I would do them during my son's nap. And that was like my learn with less time. My husband would take my daughter and I had like, I was like in school, you know, I was very motivated and focused on getting the information because I was was like so hungry for it. I needed, I needed to know more and more and more and more. I would even listen to your podcast while I was waiting for the next module to come out. (laughs) I would listen to the podcast like on my way to work and I was just so invested and and I wanted to and that's that's how I am I I love to learn and I'm like a lifelong learner I just I my dad always said if you could just stay in school forever you would like I just love learning and so I was very motivated to get the information and to to learn how to do this thing and then I yeah and then I was like I have to do my demo and I got you know my two friends together and they had babies around the same age like I think they were six or seven months at the time and I wanted their honest feedback too about like what do you think like can I do this and that went amazing yeah and then those same friends told their friends the friends of friends of friends and again because of COVID, we had this national virtual caregiver and me class. And 
it was amazing. And it was so nice for the people that were in the class to get to know each other mm -hmm. and for people who lived on opposite sides of the country to spend this like quality time together with their babies and like get to see each other once a week. Because as, as moms, we're always go, 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 you know? And so even to pick up the phone, like and talk to yeah. a friend, we forget and like weeks go by, you know? Right. So this was like designated time where mm -hmm. we all stopped and I got to really realize that this is what I need to be doing and how mm -hmm. much it like filled my soul and I loved it mm -hmm. and I was working full time yeah. so I was doing the classes on the weekends during yeah. my son's nap <laughs> and thank god for that nap <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and I think it was I had a four class series and I had you know five to six families each time and people who signed up for all four and you know if they didn't get to see it then they got to watch the recordings and we yeah. were you know it was great and so then when the series was over I said that was a lot <laughs> to be working full time mm -hmm. and do my classes and have time for my kids and my husband and myself yep. and it was just a lot <laughs> So I said, you know, this is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And when the time is right, I will be able to go back into offering my classes. But that time wasn't right then. Yeah, that was, I think, back in April. Mm -hmm. And... Then, you know, I went back to working my nine to five. I had felt this hug to want to be doing more classes. I got to be doing these classes and my community needs me. Like I really felt that. Mm. And I had all of these ideas in my head. And again, I would start writing on my napkins and writing in my phone and writing on random places, all of the people that I wanted to contact mm -hmm. to let them know I'm offering these classes. And I just kept a running list and the list Smart. just kept getting longer. And so now we're in the end of July. Summer at my previous job is like the busiest time where like all the kids are coming because it's summer and mm -hmm. they have time off from school. And so it's so crazy. And that last week of July, I get COVID. I locked myself in my bedroom and my husband was taking care of the kids and I had nothing to do but ruminate in my thoughts. And the loudest thought in my head is you need to, you need to do these classes. You need to follow your heart and your dream of running your own business and, and being your own boss and creating your own schedule and everything that comes along with that. And so because I had nothing else to do... <laughs> started checking names off that list Ooh. and I couldn't go to work but right. I still have my job technically but I was stuck so I'm like what do I have to lose I started reaching out to all the people on that list wow and as I was going through I was getting like all the yeses <laughs> what were you saying to people just local other like service providers in your community so, I reached out to a few preschools in my community. I reached out to like the local community center. I reached out to uh, like a indoor play space kind of facility mm -hmm. that has classes, friends, you know, mm -hmm. like yep. people that are sort of in my industry, but not speech therapists, but they're, you know, I have a friend that I went to college with. She does art classes for kids mm -hmm. in Miami. I have another friend who does the dance classes for kids yoga classes, you know, people who offer services to families, but not exactly what I did. Yeah. 
And then my daughter also tested positive. Mm -hmm. So then my extension of not going back to work just got even longer. And my husband and my son ended up leaving and going, staying somewhere else. So it was just me and my daughter. Oh my gosh. Thank God. Like both of us were pretty much okay. She was sick for a few days, but mostly she was okay. And that was it. So once that was happening, I decided if this is happening to my family, I need to make something good come out of it. I can't (laughs) go back to my life how it was. And so I decided to leave my job, start my business, start offering those classes and setting dates and getting the word out there and making it happen. And I, so that was like mid-August and my kids had like a little break from school. So I left my job. I had like two weeks with my kids where we were just home and I got to enjoy them and experience what life was like. And just that stress of that go, 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 go was gone. And I just had this whole mind shift of, I need to be living my best, happiest, most fulfilling life. Like life is short. And (laughs) Again, COVID like made me realize that why, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here if we're not making the most of this life that we've been given? And so I was home with my kids and then we went to go visit our family in Canada for two weeks. We hadn't been able to go see them for two years. And while I was there was when like things really started happening brother-in-law like got my website going for me I was on the phone like booking private clients I set dates for my classes and I started promoting them so that when I came back boom ready to go and so you had private speech and language therapy clients Mm -hmm. and you had groups of classes that you were planning just to clarify for everybody right This is like you hit the ground running. And I will say, like, it's so interesting. I love hearing your perspective, Carly, because, of course, we have lots of people in the program who do also work full time and are also doing these classes. Sometimes people are working full time for themselves in their own Mm -hmm. practice. And sometimes Mm -hmm. they're working full time jobs, say, in the schools or Mm -hmm. for another private practice or for, you know, in lots of different settings. But in your case, you just felt like you did not want to divide your attention. And you, again, have a lot of things going on, right? There was COVID there in general. There are two small children in your home. You have a partner, you have a full-time job, you had all these things, and you knew you wanted to pursue this dream and this idea of being a real, doing your own thing, being a business owner, having your own access to parent education offerings, as well as, you know, being your own private practice. Yeah. But in your case, you needed to get there in your own way. Yeah. Really, yeah. It was a journey. Like, yes. And to- we had many conversations over the months, you know, yeah, so leading many. up like, to it. There was, uh, and it was a lot in my own head. Like I tried offering the class. I, so I tried the class series while I was working my full-time job. Yeah. It didn't work for me in the big scheme of things, but it doesn't mean that it couldn't work for someone else. You know yourself and, yeah. and they know themselves. And that's, yeah. the, that's the best part, right? Is that yeah. you have your own yeah. way of doing it. And that's yeah. so there great. Were, and, there, and so during that like radio silence time from when was like April till now, right. A few months um, back. Yeah. When I, you know, was just in the grind of work and kids and yeah. I just didn't see the, there was just no space. Yeah. Right else. I had to make space because again, I wanted to be doing this. And so I made the space. Yeah. And I'm so much happier. 
Yeah. I, I think what's really intriguing to me about like your story specifically is that you identified way before you had the actual mental and physical and whatever space in your life, mm-hmm. that this was something you really wanted to do. Yeah. And there was like a, I'm going to do it now and see if it fits right now. And also I'm going to, I'm going to make the space for it when I can. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think everybody would have jumped in when you did. Right. I think sometimes people would, many people would be more conservative about like, well, this is a someday plan. Right. right. But you, what was it about you that made it so that you knew that this was someday, but really just on the horizon? Like, how could you see that about yourself? Mm -hmm. So I think I always wanted my own business. Yeah. My brother went to speech therapy when he was a kid and Mm. I don't even know how the idea popped into my head that I'm going to be a speech therapist. I discovered that I think I could really like this, but I don't really even still know what it is, but I'm going to apply. And so in my master's degree for speech language pathology, I discovered if you're a speech language pathologist, you can work for yourself. You can have your own business and you can make your own hours. And that sounded great. That part of the, of the career also Mm. was very appealing to me because that's what I wanted. I wanted, and I was 21 years old, but I knew I wanted a family and I wanted to be able to have time for my kids and still work. So that was always in my head from the minute that I started my career 10 years ago. So you and identified that as yeah. a clear potential trajectory. Okay. Yeah. Even yeah. then. Yeah. Even then. And so like I told you in our initial conversations, it was always this dream of mine. And over the course of these 10 years, I don't know if I ever thought that I would get to this point. And I even said in interviews, you know, they ask you like, where do you see yourself? And I would always say like, I see myself running my own private practice. And I just kept putting that out into the universe. Yeah. And and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I just, I manifested it, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) It just was something I always wanted. And after just working in an environment where it was like therapy, 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 therapy all day long, I knew that when it came to private practice, I wanted a more diverse offering for myself and for the community. So the Learn With Less classes helped me to not feel that burnout of just one-on-one therapy all day. And it's just something fun. And it also helps to build that community and to to position myself in the community as like the speech language pathologist that you can come to with any kinds of questions about any area of development. It doesn't only have to be speech. And that's, that's something else that yeah. I love about the class. And I forgot to mention that, that in my previous job, we worked in a, in a facility that treated, we had OTs and, and teachers and audiologists and all kinds of professionals touching on the four areas Hmm. development that the learn with less program touches on. And so that also spoke to my soul that like, Hmm. that's how we have to look at things, you know? Right. Holistically. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I actually, I just pulled up a Instagram post that you made, which I think is such a great example of the way that you've been able to not only like learn with less clearly has helped you sort of see the whole picture, but now that you've stepped into that part of yourself, now you get to help other people as in your potential clients see that whole picture too. And so you just recently put up a testimonial on Instagram. It reads, my son is already talking so much 
more. He started putting two words together after attending only one class. Carly is awesome. She makes learning so fun for all of us. So that's the image in this social media post. And then you wrote in the description, part of it what that you wrote was messages like these make all the long days and late nights worthwhile. I love what I do. And it shows in my private speech language sessions and my group caregiver and me classes. You can read more about me and my philosophy on my website and so on and so on. But I think that that right there is such an interesting and amazing example of how that encapsulates all of it, right? You linked all of the things that your clients want and need and struggle with and are challenged by every single day Mm -hmm. to all of the things that you offer and Mm -hmm. the human and the kind of business that you are in both your private therapy sessions, as well as your group family enrichment style sessions, Mm -hmm. that all of your offerings help to solve this problem or help to share this knowledge. And I just, I wanted to like bring that up because I think just that is such an interesting example of how you have grown to see yourself because you, you knew that that's what you wanted, but until maybe just a month ago, even you wouldn't have been able to use the language to do it yourself. So (laughs) great work. Like I'm, I'm just, amazed by you. Um, I love it. You know, what's so interesting is I remember when I was putting my business ideas together, thinking that, oh, these classes are a great way to get private clients. Yes. But the opposite is actually happening Yes. in that the private clients are coming more word of mouth and I'm letting those clients know who, whether it's the child that I'm working with directly who's under three or they have a younger baby at home. By the way, I'm also leading these classes in the community and I would love for you to join. And I think it would just be a great way for you to, you know, get out and, and meet other families. And it's not therapy, but it's, yeah. I'm still there and it's still geared towards supporting your child's development. So yes. I, I, that has been very interesting. I didn't expect that. <laughs> right. Fun. Cause it is, it's this, I like to call it cross pollination. It's like a cross-pollination effect, right? All of the licensees, all of the Learn With Less facilitators do have some kind of background, educational, professional background in some field related to early child development. So again, you know, we have speech therapists, we have occupational therapists and physical therapists. We have many early childhood educators. We have social workers. We have all kinds of people with this sort of knowledge. And then all of those people come together under this philosophy and within this framework. And then we all disseminate and do the things that we do all over the world. But you and your knowledge, I mean, you are a speech and language pathologist primarily, but also now you get to offer this other service to families Mm -hmm. that goes both ways. Like you said, the classes can develop word of mouth for your classes and also for your therapy practice and vice versa. Your therapy practice also gives those wonderful clients. You have now an additional way to serve them. Mm -hmm. other members of their family, other members of their community Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And it just builds from there. So it's, I mean, how incredible that is so special. And it 
it positions you to create this huge social human and reflexive impact for yourself and your own family in how you're able to support your own income, but also how you're able to serve your community. And as you said earlier, you're now basically the go-to person in your community for speech and language pathology, any kind of early intervention kind of stuff and these classes. And obviously, if you have more people requesting that you do more virtual classes, you'll do that too. And I know you're exploring teletherapy as well for your speech therapy practice. Exactly. I'm exploring so many different avenues of this field and of, you know, just being a business owner now and leading the classes that like I never even knew was possible. I had this dream and, but the reality of that dream is it's actually better. (laughs) It's better because Part of the dream was never like, oh, I want to drop my kids off and pick them up from school. (laughs) By virtue of having more time, I now can drop my kids off at school and pick them up from school, which I was never able to do before, which fills all of my buckets, you know, all my buckets are full and and it's just such a good feeling. In a way that they are not overwhelmingly full, right? (laughs) Earlier. Right. So evenly full, yes. right? Yeah. Each, yeah. each one has, is, is yeah. perfectly just balanced. It's just more balanced. The other, the other great thing, speaking of balance, is like balancing my schedule mm-hmm. where a lot of my private clients want afternoon times and my mornings are very open, which is now full with leading classes different days of the week throughout the community. So Amazing. just logistically as well, it's just working great. That's fantastic. I mean, that <laughs> that's so great. I think a lot of therapists who are private practice owners tend to have that issue of like, how do I fill slots that are different times of the day without overwhelming myself at this other part of the day? And you yeah. now have, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That's wow. way cool. <laughs> So what, I mean, what would you say to somebody who knows that they want to do something like this, who knows that they need their bucket filled, all of their buckets Mm -hmm. filled, and regardless of whether it's about having to shift into a totally full-time private practice or even keeping their nine to five or their day job or whatever their life looks like, who knows that they're like not quite ready to commit, Mm -hmm. to fully commit, to fully step into that new identity to that transition, but knows that this is something that they want to do for themselves? Like, what would you say to a person like that? So (laughs) I would say that they should definitely sign up for the course and take the modules and get the information and figure out how having that information can support them in the spot that they're in Hmm. at that moment. And then once they have completed the course and they have the curriculum, finding a way that it fits in with their life and their schedule, even if it's just like a pop-up class once a month, you know, and that might be, that might work for them. There's so many different things that you can do with this program. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm doing classes every day and that's all I do. It could be, you can do them in person. You can do them virtually. We have so many resources 
now for the virtual classes mm-hmm. that it made it very easy to just hop in and do that. That's how I started. Yeah. It was virtually, you know, there's just so many options that even if you have a dream of what it might look like in the future and you're not there yet, still doing it in a small way is so rewarding and fulfilling and it helps you take those baby steps to get to where you really want to be. Mm, yeah. Awesome. I would be curious to hear also, because of course we have the actual training program, these sort of modules that you move through and also a community aspect actually calls that we do together, you know, an entire professional community hosted currently on a Facebook group that allows people to discuss and share their own vision and ask what has worked for them and not worked for them and share freak out moments and all of those kinds of things. What are the pieces for you that have been most helpful, most fulfilling? Mm -hmm. So the Learn With Less community and the facilitators that are licensed and the facilitators that are in the program right now, we're all like-minded. You know, we all believe in this philosophy. And because of that, I don't know if any of us have met each other in person, but we all feel like we can go to each other with anything. And having that community, especially for me, who is just getting started, having a community of people to reach out to who have done it before and who could give me advice has been invaluable, priceless. You know, you can't, you can't put a price tag on that. Having you, Ayelet, as a resource has also been amazing. Like you've been such a mentor to me and I'm so grateful for that. Now that I'm in this position that I'm in, in the program and leading the classes, you know, being able to give back. Yeah is rewarding for me to help facilitators and other people who are in the program right now to understand, you know, how have I shifted some of the activities to make them COVID friendly? Mm -hmm. How have I set up my virtual classes? How did you market yourself? You know, what is your strategy for this? So uh, just being able to bounce ideas, you know, I wrote an email and before I sent it, you know, I, it's just me, (laughs) you know, who am I going to ask for help? (laughs) So I write an email and I post it in the group or I send it to to you and then you get amazing feedback and you just feel more confident in presenting yourself and presenting your information to the community because we have each other to bounce those ideas off of. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's been really, really cool to see everybody work together like that. Very collaborative. Like even, you know, a lot of us are in similar fields. So we've created friendships outside of just running classes, but like Rachel just had a baby and we're all so excited for her and, you know, so many life milestones that, yeah. that happen that we're so excited to share with each other. So that's, mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. Amazing. Carly, where can people find you and take your classes and learn from you and play with you? Yeah. So I am in Parkland, Florida, the small little speck in Broward County. (laughs) Um, I lead classes here in the community at Liberty Park, and I'm going to be offering lots of other classes coming up soon. You can read all about where I'm at and what I'm doing on my website, kidnection.co, and on Instagram, kidnection.co, and Facebook. Connection LLC. We'll link to all of them in the show notes for the episode. So hooray. 
Thank you so much for all of your time today and for sharing with us your experiences and all of the incredible shifts you've made to your life and your business. We're so happy. I couldn't have done it without you and this program. Really, really. Thank you. Thank you for having me and looking forward to the future. Me too. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye, bigger kids. Goodbye, all the siblings. Goodbye to the grown-ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye, Ayalit. Goodbye to Carly. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts being here together. Thank you so much, everyone. The Learn With Less podcast brings you information, tips, and resources about all things early parenthood and early childhood. If you're a professional working with infant and toddler families looking for new ways to serve your community, head on over to learnwithless.com certification to learn more about the Learn With Less facilitator training and certification program. If you haven't yet done so, please do leave a review of the Learn With Less podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. That helps other people find the good work we're doing. And after you've done that, go ahead and share Learn With Less with a friend or colleague. See you next time.